for being here, my friend. I'm Vonna Davis, and from my heart, I welcome you to the Midlife Confidence Podcast, the show that will help you skip the midlife crisis and fulfill your midlife quest. I found the key to growing in our middle years lies in managing our own mind. I want to teach you to reimagine your identity and purpose and live a life full of possibility. Join me on a journey to discover your midlife confidence. Could you be addicted to approval? Well, maybe not addicted, but compulsively seeking it out to your detriment, causing problems in your life, or what we would call chasing approval? Well, it's pretty common because we all have these two core fears. One is that I'm not good enough, and the other is that my life isn't good enough, and this is pretty much universal. So how do we even know? How do we decide if we're good enough or if our life is good enough? Well, we grew up learning very quickly to look around to others to find out if we're okay. So let me ask you a few things. When was the last time that you didn't say something that you thought because you didn't think the people around you would agree with it? When was the last time you said yes to a project or assignment even when you didn't really have time to do it or you didn't want to do it? When was the last time you felt attacked because someone gave you some feedback on your work that was critical? When was the last time you went out of your way to do some favors for someone or do something really nice for people, not because it was fun and joyful, but because you wanted them to like you? When was the last time you were working so hard to do something right and have it be perfect and amazing so that other people would notice and help you feel like you were doing it right? Now, I want to be clear that approval isn't always a bad thing, and we can make life easier for each other by sharing and giving approval and It's natural for us to want approval because we are social people and we want to know that we're significant to other people. But the problems come when we're letting it become the driving force in our life. And that desire to chase approval is sucking out our own feeling of self-worth. And we've handed the entire job of our self-worth over to other people. Culture says that the answer to feeling like you're okay is to play the game and win and stay on top. But I hope today we can kind of see the drama of that and decide to disengage from the game. Because once we start seeking validation in this way, we can never get enough. No matter what people say, it will never feel like enough. And caring about other people's opinions so much is an exhausting way to live. I was talking to a client about this this week, and she had this awesome analogy I want to share with you. She said, wanting other people to like you all the time and seeking approval is like standing on a beach ball. You feel so shaky and insecure and like it's going to roll out from under you at any moment. I thought that was a great way to describe it. Sometimes we want other people to like us so that we don't have to do that for ourselves, but it's really our job. And it might seem like more work to like ourselves, especially after a lifetime pattern of seeking approval from others and finding our self-worth that way. 
But how much energy does it take to always be analyzing other people's opinions and actions and trying to meet what we think that they want from us? How much energy to do all that stuff so that you will qualify for getting the approval you want? If you think about it, maybe the effort and time it takes to like yourself isn't as much as you think. It might even free up time. It certainly will free up emotional energy. We all have a set of needs that we need to meet. In fact, we all have the same ones, the same emotional needs. And we can either choose to meet our own needs or we give that job to others. And if we give it away, there's always a threat that it will be lost or taken away. So that leads to a high degree of insecurity. When you're constantly in other people's heads trying to control what they think of you or to guess what they think of you, let's step back into our own head and make it a safe place for ourselves. And is this any different in midlife? Many of you raise teenagers or you are still raising teenagers and you've seen these kids struggle with self-esteem and wanting to be liked and seeking approval. What did you tell them? You constantly told them that they're awesome and it doesn't matter what other people think of them. You told them to be themselves. Well, here we are. Are we now living, breathing examples of confidence and self-worth? If we're still looking for approval, even though we saw how damaging that behavior was to our kids, what's going on? Why are we still so wrapped up in other people's opinions of us? I have to say, honestly, this one hasn't been a huge problem for me. I have struggled more with my own expectations for myself. But all of us have experienced it. No one gets through life without wanting other people to approve of them and like them. That is the human condition. So let's create a vision of what a healthy level of approval seeking could look like. Because there's so much freedom when we can get straight and right in our own heart and mind and our own soul about our reasons for why we do things and not need other people to validate them and to know that we're okay. I think at its essence, it's freedom from mental and emotional slavery because we can get so tied down and chained down to what other people think that it can keep us from ever feeling like we're worthy and also holds us back from trying things that we think risk rejection and disapproval. So let's talk about a process that you can get going on to help you grow your self-worth and detach from chasing approval. And then I want to go on to some concepts that you can bring in to this process to help. And the first step in the process is just to be aware when you're doing it. When you're seeking validation outside yourself, you need to notice it. We can't change anything until we notice it. And while that sounds simple, it can be some work to like step outside of ourselves, become an observer and see when we're doing this. One suggestion when you realize you're doing it, tell yourself exactly what you're doing. You could say, oh, I'm looking for people to approve me so I feel worthy. That'll really help you be aware of what's going on. Well, then when you realize it, when you're longing for validation, it's time to practice caring and comforting yourself, doing some self-care and putting yourself at the top of the list, doing some things where you are taking charge of how you feel instead of handing that out to someone else. 
The third thing is just to be willing to believe that you can change. Are you willing to love yourself? If you think that you can't change, if you think you've always been this way, if you think that it's just not possible to change such a deeply ingrained behavior, well, you could be right at that point. Because when we argue for our limitations, we get to keep them. And the final thing in this process is just to commit to a journey, a long learning journey maybe, to let go of caring so much what other people think and learn to care more about what you think of yourself. This happens in micro decisions, little moments throughout the day when you will learn to choose self-love, even if it takes a hundred times a day. You will decide that you want it enough that you'll keep trying even as you fail, as you learn it. And choosing to think thoughts that are going to draw your self-worth back into your own heart, your own mind, and your own body. Okay, let's talk about some concepts that you can bring into this process. These are basically thoughts to remind yourself of when you notice that you're in this approval-seeking loop. And the first one is that what other people say teaches you about them, not about you. And I learned this concept from a book called Playing Big by Tara Moore. I highly recommend it because she made it so clear that other people's feedback, their actions, their responses, they all come from their own thoughts, their own experiences, their own values. And so what you see happening is telling you about them, but not about you. The second concept is to know and like your reasons for why you choose to do the things you do. And then you won't need other people to validate them. No one else is in your head. No one else knows your whole story. They're missing all the key information. You're the only one who can know the reasons for the decisions you make, the things you choose to do, the things that you say, the way that you feel. You always have good reasons at the time, even if you decide later that maybe that wasn't the best decision, but you had good reasons for why you did at the time. So we can learn to have our own back and believe in ourselves and our decisions and our actions so that we don't need other people to believe in it for us. The third idea is to allow people to be wrong about you. When we want someone to value our opinion or our actions or our work, it sounds like a nice thought, but it's actually pretty painful. So I love this idea from Jody Moore just to allow people to be wrong about you. There is just so much freedom when you just let it go and say, okay, I'm all right with that. They can think what they want. They can even be wrong about me. What if it really is okay that some people are wrong about you? There's so much freedom in that. Other people's opinions and judgments aren't dangerous. We can just value our own opinion and let them have their own opinion. They don't have to understand me and they don't have to like my opinion for me to value it because I do. And the fourth idea I wanted to share is to choose connection over impression. When you have a relationship of any kind with someone, offer them connection and seek connection and let go of trying to create an impression on them. What's going on in your head and your heart when you're with someone else? Are you busy analyzing their behavior and trying to figure out if they like you? Or are you busy listening to them to learn about them and deciding why you like them? 
It comes down to choosing love over fear. I found that most people respond warmly when they feel that someone's truly interested in them and asks about them and listens to them. This was a big realization I came to when I was younger that helped me get past being kind of shy. I realized that shyness can be about being so wrapped up in myself, my own emotions, my own fears, that it stops me from reaching out to others. But when I kind of got out of my own head and started thinking about the other person, how they're feeling and why they might be uncomfortable or how I could help them feel accepted and making it more about helping other people feel comfortable and less about making myself feel comfortable, well, that changed the game for me. What have you already discovered about your experience with seeking approval and learning to be your own best cheerleader? I'm sure you've come a long way too since you were young. Did you know that research actually shows that older people are more at peace with themselves, especially as they get on towards 60 and above? I love knowing that. So let's keep in mind those four things that can help us quit chasing approval and start loving ourselves. And the first one is that what other people say teaches you about them, not about you. The second one is that you can know and like your reasons and not need other people to validate them for you. The third is that you can let other people be wrong about you. And the fourth one is you can choose connection over impression. We can totally stop contracting out the job for our self-worth to other people and take that job back in-house where it belongs. Be peaceful, be powerful, and love your radiant heart. Even in midlife, you can live with more joy, more peace, and more power than ever before. As a life coach, I teach people to see the possibilities open to them and how to create the motivation and energy to make those goals and desires happen. In the middle of life is the perfect time to update your mind and how you're thinking so you can make the most of the rest of your life. I'm always happy to talk about what you want and how coaching can help you get it. You can email me at vana at midlifeconfidencecoach.com or on my website, midlifeconfidencecoach.com or message me on social media. All that's in the show notes. Take care until next time.